Welcome again to the Empowered Coaches Changing Humanity podcast. I'm just having such a good time interviewing people, and I want to thank you uh, for watching the other episodes. And I'm so excited today to have Jackie Cote with me. She's an unusual coach, absolutely very empowered, and she is doing everything she can to really help humanity move into a, ho a whole new level of being. So thank you for uh, thank you for watching today, and welcome Jackie Cote. It is just a pleasure to have you here today. Welcome. I'm so excited, so excited to be here, Cheryl, and I truly appreciate you having me with you and your audience today. Oh, it's it's absolutely absolutely such a joy to have you, and you are going to be speaking about turning your freedom vision into a reality. And you yourself have done that. You have turned your freedom vision into a reality. And so I just want to tell our guests a little bit more about you. Jackie Cote is a freedom mentor, speaker, and RV adventurist who helps hyper-driven successful people who already have money and success, but don't have a life they love. After working with Jackie, they learn how to awaken, empower, and own the powerful leader within so they can create the life they truly desire of freedom, adventure, and love, and fit the money and success into that life. Jackie is a Jersey girl who comes with 30 years of leadership management experience in the restaurant industry and has helped over 300 people move to higher levels in their careers and life. Jackie took the leap into entrepreneurship by creating a full, fully virtual coaching business and is now living out her dream of freedom and adventure by traveling the country in an RV with her man, two pups, and meeting virtual friends and changing lives on her terms. Welcome, Jackie. So glad to have you. Um, thank Anything you, you so much. Add to that? Anything you want to add to that? I don't know. You did such a good job. I'm just going to carry you with all my to all my places and have you just be my intro person. <laughs> you did such a good job. <laughs> I'm I'm so excited to have you and um and so we've talked a fair bit before this and I think your story is very unusual of what brought you. So yes, you worked in the restaurant industry, but you had also mentioned to me that you moved a lot as a child. Can you mm -hmm. just let us know what brought you to first living an adventurous life um, in an RV? So the the moving around a lot, I mean, people ask me all the time if I was military. And no, we were we just were a large family whose um, my mom passed away when I was five. So my dad was taking care of six kids and running a construction company in Jersey and from Canada. So he came from Canada, was so intrigued with, with the States and came into Jersey because that's where a lot of, um, one of the relatives was there. And he built a whole um, company as well as raising six kids. And that caused us to have to move quite a bit, you know, just to kind of had to readjust and readjust. And so um, that really gave me the skills to be able to adapt over and over and over again with like, you know, new people, new environment. Um, and that, and I continued that post-college, like I was the one kid out of eight of us that left the state, traveled the country, went to right out of college, went to Arizona for a couple of years, California for a couple of years. Um, but I still didn't identify myself as like this freedom spirit until I, um, after getting into the restaurant business, I was always in leadership management, 
the whole 30 years. Um, but the last two years, it, I moved into a corporate position. And this all kind of leads up to where I am today. The corporate position was something like in an office. I, was, I had guidelines. I had all these like restrictions. And I didn't have the freedom to coach and mentor people like I was doing for the first 28 years. And so I was kind of like an animal in a cage. I was not happy for those last two, two years, just trying to like get myself out of it. But I I'm very dedicated, so I stayed until I got let go. And when I got let go, there was this, there was two months of myself going into the schooling of life coaching. And it, and it opened up like this possibility of like, what? I can do what I do so special. I, I have a gift in the restaurant business that I found. I can do this on my own, like with, with no boxes, like no parameters. Like I can do it on my own time, build it as big as I want. I can go where I want with it. I can be virtual. And it just blew my mind, this opportunity. And so once I saw the possibility, you can't, like once you see it, you can't unsee it, right? And so when I got let go, it was the best day of my life because I wouldn't have ever left. And that kind of, and there's a couple other things that happened, but it gave me it, to be able to step into that freedom life. Um, but that freedom life did not have money coming in the first few months in the first year. It was learning, it was growing, it was building, but it was trusting. And I traveled a lot. So that got the bug of like, ooh, I like to go like lots of places. And my boyfriend's got four kids and his kids were getting older and, and, and leaving the house. And we looked at each other one day, we're like, we wanted to travel international and then COVID hit. So that wasn't happening. What can we do instead? So we started looking into RV life, tiny home life, all sorts of like minimalistic kind of things. Cause we're very, we're very minimal people. And uh, yeah, and then birthed into the RV. This was not on the plan. I just want to say that. Like we create these visions boards and this and that might have to travel, but an RV was never, never something that I was like, let me just jump in and live in an RV. It was never on my plan. And so I love how the vision we can set them, but how we have to just be open to letting to like what's meant to happen to represent that vision come into play. And, and I, it's just the best move I've ever made. Cause now I'm, I'm, I'm in Wyoming right now in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. We were in Montana last month. We were, we're going to Colorado next month. And so well, actually in next week, We'll be in Colorado for a couple months. So loving you it. You must contact me. I am I am just outside of Denver in Morrison and I'm going to Jackson, Wyoming, September long weekend. So we're, oh, that's so funny. We're, we're geographically close. Okay, definitely. Because I'll be out there for a significant time. So I'm definitely going to connect with you. We have to meet up in person. And that's oh, what in my bio, when I talk about like, I get to meet virtual people. Like it's not just a, Every state I go into, I get to look up like, okay, who's in this state? Oh, I can see this person, this person. I can give them big hugs. And that's just a cool feeling. <laughs> so cool. So cool. And, and you said something, um, you know, your talk is about it's turn your freedom vision into a reality. So you had your freedom vision. It did not include living in an RV. And so can you tell us a little bit about how that happened that you, yes, I know there was COVID. Yes. Your husband's kids all left home. Yes. You just had the two puppies. And so can you tell us a little more about that and how do you know to accept an alternative? You know, we, people set goals and I find so many people are so attached to the goals. Mm -hmm. Whereas I try and talk about, imagine how it feels. What does it feel like? Mm -hmm. Because we often don't know the divine plan. We often don't know really what's best for us because we might get in our own way a little mm -hmm. bit. Tell us your story around that. Oh, that's, I love this question. Um, it, when it comes to goal setting, 
uh, I think we've all grew up with like SMART goals, like specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, time sensitive. The, and then not until I got into this self-development world and learning more about the energetics and everything that I realized like the biggest missing piece with that was the intention behind it. And the intention behind it includes all the feelings of like, what are you going to see? What are you going to feel? What are you going to experience? Like how, what's the journey along the way? Cause I don't know about you, but I've got, I've set these like large, these goals, these tangible external tangible goals, like money or weight loss or whatever. And you get there and you're like excited for a minute. And then you're like, okay what's next? You know, or like, that didn't really make me happy. That didn't fulfill me. And so the missing piece that I found that now I'm like, I, I live by, it's what am I going to feel on the journey to the external goal? Because the external goal doesn't satisfy the internal need that we're, that we're desiring, or it can't fill the internal hole. Only you can fill your internal love, safety, and belonging. And so what the intentions do is brings you back to that. So for example, if you have a money goal, it's like, okay, what are you going to experience by achieving the money goal through your business? Well, you're going to experience massive connection, transformational, like uh, watching people transformation, transform and have transformational journeys, the joy, the love, the, the excitement, like you get to step into those feelings. I like to do the, what are you going to smell when you hit the goal? Well, if you're like a traveler, are you going to smell food in Italy? Are you going to be like eating, you know, what are you going to hear? Are you going to hear uh, the waves crashing on the beach? Are you going to smell the salt air? Like, those are so important to then so then what it does is that if the goal doesn't happen to hit linear which it's we, we we can't like you said we don't have the divine plan we just have to trust and that was a big move for me trusting learning how to trust but it's like at least we get to enjoy it along the whole way and experience all the things that are involved in receiving that external thing and that was Matt that was a big shift for me when I learned how visioning is great, but what's the journey and how do you inspire the journey along the way to the vision? Exactly. I love it because it really is all about the, all about the journey, but to embrace that, to really embrace that and open up to it fully without the expectation, because it's true. We get to the end goal and then we have it. And then it's like, and what's next? Humans naturally want more. We naturally want something else. To me, it's it's normal and actually beneficial to always strive for something. As soon as we get really comfortable and say, yeah, I, I've arrived. This is it. Oh my gosh, you're going to die. You're, you're right. <laughs> but, but literally, I think that's, um, you know, some people I, I have, I have witnessed people where they retire and they don't have anything to do and they don't have much in the way of hobbies, nothing to strive for. They start watching TV and drinking and then they die. I've, I've witnessed it. Um, not nobody in my family or my close friends, but sort of secondhand. And so this, uh, the intent, the intentionality is something that's just so vital, just mm -hmm. so vital. And so, okay, so you have your goal now. You, you, you're traveling you have mm -hmm. your freedom vision. So what's next for you? Can you share with us what you're yeah. next? There's a saying that, um, you know, it's funny, we, we connected through Speakers Playhouse over time through this journey. And, and there's a saying that like Kimberly and I just came up with like, the more we travel, the more money we make. And it's, it's part of, that's part of the um, excitement of 
and, and the more impact we make, we kind of attack on different things, but there's a lot of fear of investing money into the traveling for speaking and different stuff. And that's the next for me. It's like, I really want to broaden my impact and through podcasts and summits, but live speaking, getting back on stages. Um, I did that in smaller ways in the beginning of my business. And then of course it kind of stopped and I'm excited to do that in all different places. And that's the next for me. It's like, I, I'm traveling full-time in an RV and living a, I call it my like retirement slash vacation lifestyle, making money doing it. And then I get to tack in this extra piece now of like, Ooh, I get to travel even more. Like it's not a this or that. Now I can still go do other things and increase my impact and also increase the um, financial abundance into my world. So that gives us opportunity to even do more and, and donate more and, you know, experience more. So that's the next for me. <laughs> woohoo, woohoo. That, that's very, very exciting. Okay. So that's your freedom vision. And so can you share with us the steps? Yeah. So first, I mean, first and foremost, and this goes from the very beginning of my business till now is having the right support and the community to be part of it. I always thought I was a recovering, I'm a recovering. I got it girl. I was always the girl who's like, I got it. Everything from like, don't help me with my luggage up the stairs. Cause I got it. Like I can do it. I can take care of it. Um, because being the baby of the eight, I learned really quickly how to take care of my own dishes, my laundry, cooking. Dad was working. Brothers were all older. They're, they're significantly like, a, there's about an eight year gap. So they're already in high school and like doing lives. And so when it comes to self-sufficiency, I thought I was amazing at doing it all myself. And, <laughs> and then I realized I was never alone. I always had my higher power, my higher source, you know, and but I didn't understand that until I went through this journey and did the inner inner work from like I say the work between our two ears, the inner work, the healing. And now I will never do this alone again. And whether it's a group community that I'm in, whether it's a one-on-one -on -one coach, whether it's whatever feels aligned with me, because I've that's changed over time. Like as you grow, there's different forms of support that you that are aligned with you for where you're at in your business. So for example, I'm part of like the speakers playhouse, the, the play 100 thing. And, um, and that was a community that really energized me. And so that helps me get into that next step that we were talking about. So when you talk about steps, it's like, first and foremost, get the support that you need. And don't try to do this alone. Um, the, another thing I would highly suggest is <laughs> Um, that vision that we talked about is so important and so many, and, I, and you probably experienced this, so many people that I've met are like stuck in the now or stuck in the past or the future worries. And it holds them back from that other place we get to live. We love to live in like the future we cannot change, the future we cannot control, the past we can't change. But that future vision is, can be just as clear as the future worries. And it's way more fun to live in, like way more fun to live in the what you desire and the joy and the love and the fun, but we're not used to that. And so really helping get that vision expanded and, and, and thinking, get your thinking wrapped around in the possibility of what's possible as if it's already happened. Wow. Being in the future. So number one, get the support. And really, and I just want to say, and adding to that, sometimes we get to we get the support, and then we struggle with receiving it. And so it's important get the yes. get the support and then receive it because we can get these yes. people and then keep saying that I got it, I got it, and they want to help us. We hire somebody, we hire an assistant or someone, and they're like, "You need to give me stuff to do." Oh no, I got it. Uh, I'll think. Oh, 
you can do this, but really, and even emotionally to really let in that support and then get clear mm -hmm. on your vision and live in and embrace the, the joy and the expansion of that vision and that end goal. Okay. And, and what's next? What else? So then you've got the, um, so you've got the vision, you've got the community and the support and everything. The biggest turning point early on in my business where I went from literally making no money to making money um, and significant money was uh, letting go, like trusting and surrendering, like leaning in and trusting the front end process and, and the, 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 the showing up, the connecting with people, the having the calls, like whatever it is your business entails and, and, and letting go. I, I like to say, marry the front end process and divorce the results because we try to control what's going to happen. And, and back to that, like goal setting, it's, it, we can say in 30 days, I'm going to hit this. And if you don't hit it, you feel like a failure and you judge yourself. And all of this talk starts to roll in like, oh, but it, but, but it could happen two days after that and into another month. So being open to how the results are going to land, how the, how it's going to show up and don't, <laughs> and don't try to figure out the how <laughs> that's a big one for me too. That kind of just falls in when you're doing the front end process and you're staying in your passion, you're connected to your vision. Um, but trust and surrender was a huge one for me that helped tick the, and it's a funny, I'll tell you, it's a quick story. My, my coach that I was working with at the time, I was, I come from the restaurant industry, 70 hours a week, full calendar, nights, weekends, all of it. And I designed my coaching business the same way in the beginning. I filled every corner of my calendar, networking events and one-on-one -on -one calls and speaking engagements and like all these things, which is great because it struck up a lot of stuff for me. But then I was like, she's looked at me, she goes, I was like, but I'm not making any money. I have no clients. I had no client. Like I was busy, busy, busy. She's like, all right, it was September of 2019 and 2019, October, 2019, she said, I want you to do nothing next month. And I was like, huh, what do you mean? Nothing like that doesn't compute in my brain. She said, like, you're going to do what's on your calendar. You're going to add nothing else. If anybody asks, you're going to push it out to another month. Okay. Take a deep breath. So I did that. I was like, what do I do with all this free time? She's like, you're going to be, and she explained what being is. She's you're going to like, take a walk. You're going to meditate. You're going to talk to a friend. You're going to play with the dogs. And I was like, that's not responsible. Like, that's not, what is this? It was crazy talk. And so of course, what did it prove? I let go. I trusted. I was being more, I was getting energetically, more energetically connected to self source. Little by little, I made my first significant month of money. And I'm talking like from zero to 3000. And I was like, oh, okay, that worked. But let's see if it works again. So we did it again. And I got even a smaller schedule and I had more fun and I spent more time with self and I did more like, and I worked less and I made 5,000 that month. And I was like, whoo, there's something to this concept of trusting and surrendering. And so that kind of taught me that piece. And then December, the month that nobody spends money was my biggest month ever. And it was funny, like, I looked at it, of course, I was like, all right, I'll always, that was one thing that I can tell you in the beginning. Like I always see the fear and I would do it anyway. I'd try anything. I'd throw spaghetti on the wall, whatever you want to call it. I had no problems with doing that. Um, and she's like, but you just want to do it too much. <laughs> so like we pulled back and to, to marry that, like go for the fear, see the fear and do it anyway with, and lean in and lean back, trust and surrender. That was a huge turning point for me. That's, that's amazing. I love that trust and surrender. And, and I actually work a lot with trust and surrender as well. It's very difficult 
very, very difficult to surrender, to really allow, to open up. Mm -hmm. um, I've been a spiritual coach and mentor for a long time, for many, many years. And the topic of surrender comes up in this regard. And you, you did such, whoever was coaching you, it's fantastic. Because what often happens in life, it sounds to me like you might have been in the dark night of the soul, because you became an expert mm -hmm. in your field. When we really become an expert, and we think that we have to start over again and be an expert again. It's actually an unlearning. So that's what you did. You embraced your coach, helped you embrace the unlearning. And then we actually move into unity consciousness. So you spent all this time in freedom, in just being and really connecting with, you didn't say anything about it, but the universe or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. or people. Oh, I did really in a different place and it moves us to a whole new level of being and at that level of being spiritually we naturally attract clients that's why i wrote the book on the client magnet and it's very mm -hmm. much about that where i actually give practices so i really hear what you're saying and it's the piece that most coaches don't get to it's usually we do the get community, get your support, receive all that, really get in there, get your vision, feel the goal, feel all that. And yeah, <laughs> until we get there. But that that trust and surrender, because your vision came from where? Where did your vision come from? Your goal came from you. Yeah, it came from within. Yeah, yeah it came, came from, from within, came from within. And so it's expanding that we have to create the space. Yes, 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 yes. I love how you explain that where like you're replacing, you're letting go the old and replacing it with this like new connection with self and source. Um, and you, if you don't have the space for to connect with self and source, we're, you're not going to be able to. So releasing that and, and it just, it's a very good visual to like bring in. So thank you for sharing that. And, um, and for me, another piece that you brought up that really re is the receiving part. Uh, I, you know, the difference between the biggest difference I realized between entrepreneurship and employees, employee, like you go to work, like you do, you have, you go to work, you make a paycheck. In entrepreneurship, you have to believe before you're ever going to achieve any of the things and you will never achieve, you will never hold on to the thing, the thing that you're trying to achieve if you don't, if you don't receive, willing to receive it. And I wasn't willing to receive it. And that was a big one for me too, because I mean, to the point where my coach um, worked through some things with me and I was like, I was refusing to make offers on calls with clients after magical breakthroughs on these vision, these vision discovery calls, right? Is what they're basically called in the beginning. And I was having these amazing times and they were like, oh my gosh. And they were loving me. They were, they were doing reviews, but like, I wasn't getting any clients because I wasn't making offers because get this, this cracks me up every time I say it. If they gave me money, they were helping me become successful and I got it. I don't need your help. Not crazy. Like, and then when you, when you realize these little sneaky, like stories, you just kind of go, what? <laughs> but it's true. It's something I created that no, 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 no. If you gave me money, I will be successful. I don't need help. I can do this all on my own because I'm an, I got a girl that changed quickly. <laughs> yeah. And you had to unlearn it and mm -hmm. in practice. You had to unlearn that trust and surrender to truly receiving on every mm -hmm. level mentally emotionally spiritually and and receive the money receive the client receive this connection you know with the other person mm -hmm. so congratulations that's usually um a very steep learning curve until we're ready for it 
you know, and you were just mm-hmm. so ready because you couldn't keep doing the restaurant thing. I got it. I got it. I got it. And feeding and giving and giving, which served you, you really became mm-hmm. an expert. Totally. And so now yeah. you're sharing your experience with others because mm-hmm. you know how to do it. Yes. And I'm so, so, so in the element of, of, I, I, I remember here's another piece too, as you go through this journey, if you're in this world where you're like learning to build a coaching business or this and that, there's a lot of, I like to say noise. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of things out there and, and you're going to think you need them all. And I remember the day that I, I was like, I need, I need to hire that and do that. And I need that. And I need that. And I need that. And one day I was at this, this event and I called her, I called my coach and I said, I don't know, there's like seven different offers. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And she's like, what do you want to do? And I was like, nothing. She goes, finally, you're enough. And I was like, because what happens is, and, and, and it happens again, like when, once it starts, like, don't think like, it doesn't go away. Like these things don't just go away. They do what they do float back through, but you learn how to manage them in a much more um, concise way and like an easier way. And you just let it kind of flow by. But I, it happened again last year where I ended up having like multiple coaches, like multiple support. And I couldn't hear myself and I, I couldn't hear my true aligned inner intuition and which I've always been really good at and managed most of my life that way but I couldn't hear and so I literally I went rogue I was like I'm going rogue got rid of all my coaches um I was finishing up with my one-on-one coach who I adore but I let go of a program that I was in I let go like I just kind of exited everything and then I just got quiet for two months and quiet with myself and it really helped me see what my what, what, what my mission and my true mission is. I was told at one point that you can't, freedom coach doesn't sell or freedom mentor doesn't sell. And I was like, okay. And I listened and I, I created some other like leadership title. And when I came out of that two months, I was like, I have been the kid, the, the adult, every stage of my life that my friends are like, you are so free. You live life so free. And that is my core. My core is free and lo- freedom and love. And it always has been, and now I own it. And now you you can attract those people who yes. are the same and really need that need that freedom and love. And so, speaking of attracting people, can you share with us a success story that you've had with one of your coaching clients? Oh gosh, so many. I love the. I I could go on for like days on this, but we don't have that long of a podcast, right? <laughs> I'm so good. I know, right? Um, so my, one of my very first clients, she's still with me today, and I've been in this for three years. Um, she, when she came to me, she was a successful financial advisor, um, but working in a uh, smaller business with someone else. Um, she desired relationships. She desired marriage, a kid, uh, kids, and, and like this country home and all this stuff. But she, she held back from all of that because she's like, you know, doing what she felt like she should be doing. And she was, but she had this whole, like, she did have it inside of her. So I was able to pull out when we first started, we first started working together, every session, there was like tears, like in tears and it's releasing and releasing. And that, um, she was funny. She's like, I can't control it. And I'm like, I don't want you to like, this is, this is, you need this cleansing piece to know how that, that you are worthy of all. So she's an artist too. So she's a photographer. She does all this stuff and she just drew out all her vision fast forward like a year later, like 75% of that vision came true. 
she like met this amazing man after being in a in an eight-year relationship that ended she met this amazing man she's got engaged she got married she got they got the house of their dreams together like this was by two year mark she hit everything on that thing and it's like funny we had this one call where she's like um I gotta think about what's next <laughs> you know like because you get you get you 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 manifest everything through just changing the way you think and through connecting through setting boundaries through um uh learning how i call it awakening empowering and owning you like the leader within you and she did that so well in all areas of life of and then created the worthiness and all the stuff so the next thing is like we got a whole nother list so we're like what else do we want to bring into fruition you know but along the journey, the important part was along the journey, she had fun. You know, she had fun along the way. Not like, okay, I've got to hit this goal. I got to do this because we wrote it down. No, she like, we had fun with it. So Beautiful. I, she's, she's still with me. I love her to death. Beautiful. That is absolutely fantastic. I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I, I really could talk with you all day, Jackie. And, uh, but you have brought some great things for our listening audience. You have a, two freebies, one, your intentional goal setting. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. So both Cheryl and I have been talking about the intention behind the goal and feeling it. And so this video is about a 20 minute video where I'm going to explain the difference between just regular goal setting and intentional goal setting. And I do it from a place of childlike um, childlike state. I get markers and I get paper because I, we were fearless. Like we had no, so I get myself into this like fearless, don't care what people think kind of state. And I'm kind of in that all the time now, but like the crayons or the markers and, and I, and I actually, um, I was gonna say I have one should have brought it with me, but it, we, we draw it out and then it gets set it, but we go, instead of saying, I want to have this external goal, we put all the emotions and the feelings with the goal. So I'll walk you through how to do your intentional goals and, and you can attach it to whatever system you already use, um, and add that piece into it. Um, but then once you get, once you, um, take that gift, it'll offer you a 30 minute free 30 minute connect call with me. So if you want to go deeper into what you learn in that video and what you're doing, or maybe you feel stuck and you're like, Oof, I can't get this vision out. That 30 minute session will help dig out what it is that you want to, because we, we, we like to put everyone else first, especially as women, we like to put everyone else first. And our vision is on the back burner. And I'm here to tell you that it is totally time to turn that freedom vision into a reality. If I can turn my life completely around at 47 <laughs> and create everything I've done in the last three years. Anybody can do it. <laughs> That's fantastic. It has just been such a joy to have you, Jackie, and speaking about visioning, intentioning, and this whole, uh, to me, the best form of goal setting is really at, and, and you've shared with us such great points on how to do it and using yourself as an example. You've been there, done that, and you continue. You continue yeah. to do it and live your life in this process. Any any last words for our audience? Well, it's funny when you said continue, like I just turned 50 last week and I was like, oh my gosh, like 50 is going to be the, the best. You know, like I, I don't remember saying that as a kid. I'm like, oh, that's so old, right? But now that I hit it, I'm like, this is going to be the best decade of my life. And I'm just so excited for the people that are going to come along. But, my, but honestly, like I, the words of wisdom that I would say is that really it's time, like stop putting everything on the back burner. You get to have the life and the success. You don't have to 
kill yourself. It gets to be easier than we think. And, and that freedom vision is not as far away or not as hard to develop or get into as we think. We, we just make it, we think that it's just so, it's so not possible. And it's not about, um, how do I say this? It's not about the, the money per se. Like people are like, oh, you're living life. My life and my dreams doesn't, it's not a huge investment. You know, and so like it can be done at any point in life is what I'm saying. Like, don't let the money stop you or the time. That's what people like Cheryl and I are here to teach you and help you think differently because it's probably right in front of you and very easily created. Thank you so much, Jackie. Think differently, be differently. And mm -hmm. uh, this, has been, this has been just fantastic. And so that is Jackie Cote, the freedom coach. What a woman she is. She is living the dream. And if you are interested in living your freedom dream, don't hesitate to contact her. At least watch the video, Intentional Goal Setting. This is another episode of Empowered Coaches, Changing Humanity. And we have had the very empowered Jackie Cote with us today. Thank you all. We'll see you next time.